what is going on family come on in here we are live at five we are live at five I'm live at five. What's going on, family? What is going on, family? Today, we're going to be talking about today, today, today. We are going to be talking about what the coronavirus has taught us. That's what we're going to be talking about today. What the coronavirus has taught us. Make sure that the, the I'm going to make sure can, if you can hear me clear. Can you put in the chat that you can hear me clear? If you can hear me clear, can you put in the chat that you can hear me? Can you please let me know? K104, let me know. Awesome. I'm going to share. Let people know that we're live at five. You know what I'm talking about? Rona's taught us a lot of stuff, y'all. The coronavirus has taught us a lot of stuff. And I just want to let you guys know that I'm on the biggest and the baddest podcast on the planet. It's the Brother Ben X podcast. And on this podcast, we'll give you so much value that it's almost unfair. It's almost unfair how much value, value that we give you. The coronavirus has taught us. Come on in here. So if you can, like, share, comment, because we are going live. <clears throat> Today we're going to be talking about... Uh, welcome to first of all, welcome to the Jake Taylor Jacobs show, uh, where we teach you godly principles to your financial problem, biblical solutions to your financial problems, trying to show you that God's system is the best system on the planet. And in today's show, I know it's a sensitive topic because a lot of people are dealing in paranoia. A lot of people are dealing in stress when it comes to financially. What am I going to do later? What am I going to do uh, for my future? What am I going to do for my family? And uh, a lot of us are worried about what the next step is or what is going to happen. And we're going to be talking about that on the show. Financial lessons from the coronavirus. And, you know, black folk, we always create a um, we always create a short acronym for something. But these are financial lessons from the Rona virus. Financial lessons from the coronavirus to be blessed so that we can make sure that we can make sure that we Let's go ahead and get started. Let me drop this banner so that we can go ahead and get it going. 
like I said, y'all, what's up, what's up, what's up? You know what I like it, baby. So uh, later on this week, I'm going to have a special guest coming on. We're going to have uh, somebody that's going to come on to the show uh, that is going to challenge some of the things that I teach people. But listen, I'm always open and opening arms to people that want to um, um, discuss how they feel that my concepts are wrong, especially when I know that mine are biblically sound. What I, what, what I was taught uh, growing up was that you don't have a belief if you're not willing to defend it. My daddy taught me to be 10 toes down, fist up, and you fight for what you love. Would you fight for what you believe in? I do not trust a man or woman who says that they believe in something and cower down every time somebody challenges them. They say, well, I'm taking, I'm taking a high road. <laughs> That's such a coward way. Everything in the Bible that we follow, uh, anytime that you see a big challenge, there's oftentimes a war. There's oftentimes a challenge. Matter of fact, the, 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 the man uh, that uh, we quote the most, or well, we should be quoting the most out of Bible, Jesus, uh, the biggest thing that he talks about, you know, everybody say that he was passive and, you know, he just loved everybody. Everybody forgot that Jesus was a gangster. God was gangster. And he challenged uh, uh, the new age, that age of times thinking. I mean, he even went to the, you know, to, to the to the to the church house and just was just flipping tables over like gangster like. And uh, he never cowered down. He 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 met competition. He met his enemy right um uh head up and um see what's going on but you know what's going on i want you to go get this book we are sick surviving financial cancer in this book i statistically and scientifically prove how to how consumer debt is the number one cause of death in black america um the uh, jake taylor jacob show is on the biggest and the baddest podcast on the planet it's the brother ben next podcast and this show is sponsored by of course my companies the abs institute and ABS broker. So let's get down to it. Okay. I want to get down to it so that we can learn some lessons so that we can learn some lessons from the Rona. I want I want to call it the Rona. Can, can we call it the Rona? I want to call it the Rona just simply because um, I just do. <laughs> just simply because I just do. I, I, I won't, I won't, I won't Rona to, um, be an acronym for something that reminds us of how vulnerable we are when it comes to our finances, how vulnerable we've become when it comes to making the right decisions and making the right choices for our families. And I want us to always remember that um, to prepare is the best thing. So we're going to go through the 10 things that has uh, 10 things that Rona has taught us. We're going to go over the 10 things that Rona has taught us as it pertains to our finances. The first thing that Rona has taught us, Rona has taught us that we need a side trade or a skill. Rona has taught us that we need a side trade, a side hustle, a side skill. Rona has taught us that we cannot depend on the job to be there and support us during trying times. That's what Rona has taught us. And if you have not understood what Rona has taught us during this point in time, a bunch of paranoia, and to not have the safety and the sanctity to say, this uh, uh, peace of mind to have, to think, 
if my job were to fire us right now because they cannot afford to pay bills, they cannot afford to pay debt, pay employees. Um, so we got to shrink down, which is going to happen. There's going to be large layoffs that happens in the next 60 to 90 days. You just watch because history always repeats itself. If you have not understood what Rona has taught us, it's the Rona's taught us that we need a side hustle. We need, we need a side trade. We need a side skill that can give us the stability that we need to become and be successful. And if you understand that, if you know that, you will position yourself to be a in, better, in a better situation so that your future self won't end up in this position. And it's sad to say that millennials, um, you know, around, you know, my age and, and you know, from 24 to maybe um, 24 to maybe about 33, 34, 35 millennials have never been and zennials that are that are coming up, have never been during um, a working during a time like this. You know, matter of fact, when the recession hit, most millennials were at school. They were in college or, you know, they were working at the, I mean, they're at their high school. They may have been working a side job, but they didn't really feel the effects of what happened with a recession. My father lost his job in 08, lost his job when nine years without, without finding stability or well, 12 without finding stability, finding his footing. And he literally worked for this job for dang near like 19, uh, 18, 19 years. So I think it's very important to understand how critical my father went from a high school to working a job for 18, 19 years that he thought he was going to be able to retire from. And then they let it go. They had mass layoffs that happened after the recession. So I think it's very important to understand the need. Hold on. Let me make sure I lubricate my throat. Hold on. And we need water too. But the need for a side hustle. We need need for a side hustle. And I want you to put in the comments right now. If if now during this time, if you did not have a true side hustle, do you see the importance of having a side hustle? What I like to compare it to, we, we talk about renting, right? Now everybody always hears me say rent until you actually can buy and own. And the reason why I say that is because you're not supposed to be renting for the rest of your life. What I teach people is that most people that go and get homes cannot afford the homes that they are getting in. They need to get financially well first because there's a lot of responsibility that goes with buying a home. So you rent until you can own. The same thing with your job. You rent your job's income until you can own your income. Oh, that was a nugget right there. I promise you. I'm going to be dropping nuggets like whoo. Since we ain't got sports, I'm gonna just be dropping dimes like 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 passes. You know what I'm talking about? Like I'm J Kid. Y'all don't know about no J Kid. But the point that I'm making is your job is supposed to be rented income. It's not supposed to be owned income, which means what? It means that don't get comfortable renting because where you rent, the landlord, the owner can let you go. And so we got to understand the importance, if never more than ever today, I'm talking about today, we got to understand more than ever the importance that it comes when it comes to finding a side trade, finding a side hustle, because these are ways that you can generate income. And the best way that you can learn what, how to find a proper side hustle or skill, it's not to think about what you've already been doing. But it's to analyze and look at the market and see where you can find, give the most value, where people are needing you the most.
And in that space, that's a great opportunity to get into. And so there's a lot of people, you know, that find, you know, maybe flipping, you know, flipping uh, cars or maybe, you know, uh, uh, Airbnb or maybe Uber Eats or maybe, you know, if you're really good at writing resumes because, you know, there's going to be a bunch of people getting laid off. If you're really good at, um, you know, if you're really good at cutting hair or if you're maybe because, you know, people ain't going to be able to go to the barber maybe and you got to give discounted haircuts. You just never know. So you want to find a skill set that you can be able to 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 utilize to be able to make take advantage, especially during times like this. My wife and I were talking uh, just yesterday and I literally was telling my wife how excited and how proud I was that and I'm not boasting you. all. I'm just saying because we didn't used to be here. I was so excited to tell my wife. I said, you know what, babe, if they were to shut down work where you couldn't work. And we couldn't get to the office to work, which wouldn't happen. But if everything were to shut down, we will be able to suffice and take care of ourselves for a year, year and a half, two years where, you know, standard of living is good. Um, uh, the people here at our office is good and, and we will be straight. And I, I was proud to say that because I developed a trade, a side trade in skill literally five years ago, that same side trade and skill that I learned. It's what's sustaining my family today to give us comfort to say that we actually own our income. We own our life. And that's the biggest thing we want to control. You want to control your income. You want to control your income, your ingo, so that you can protect your outgo. And I think it's very important that we understand this. The next thing when it comes to. When it comes to what we should be doing and what and what um, Rona has taught us when it comes to finances is this. We should be living under our means. How many of us can attest that we're supposed to be living under our means? And Rona has taught us this. You've been living at the edge for a long time, paycheck to paycheck. Not because watch this. Not because um, uh, you don't make enough. But because you want to live like you make more than you make. Oh, oh, I, I'm in somebody Kool-Aid today. I'm in somebody Kool-Aid because you want to live like you make more than you make. So you got a mortgage you can't afford. You got rent that you can't afford. You got a car note that you can't afford. You got card payments and minimum payments and all this stuff that you know that you can't afford. You got car insurance that you didn't quote to find the lowest cost of insurance. You just went to your Uncle Bubba because Uncle Bubba been taking care of y'all. You didn't price shop for anything. And because of that, we're spending so much time living beyond our means or close to our means that during this time, we're scared because what happens when that income can't come in like we should? That's why it's very important that we live under our means and us being millennials and us that have been up in this boom. We've been in a bull stage and we, we've been in momentum. We've been in um, a booming state state as far as a country for a long time. You know, we're talking about since 2010, America has been thriving. Since 2010, America has been thriving. So when we talked about living under our means for a small, short period of time, most of us literally would have, people would have laughed at me. They did laugh at me when I said, hey, listen, you know, you know, we run a seven-figure producing company, but me and my wife, you know, 
we live like low. We don't have any car notes. We don't have any car payments. And, and it's funny because you got people that's like, well, if y'all make what you make and you and y'all's company doing what you're doing, then how come y'all, you know, are living so modest? And it's and it's and it gives me comfort to say that during times like this proves why we should live modest, why we should live under our means. And it's because the the the, the feeling of trying to uh, um, uh, trying to live for the Joneses, as they say, or trying to be tight or trying to be cool or to, you know, have whatever, quote unquote, drip to make sure you got the nicest whip, to make sure you got the nicest clothes and you always make sure you got everything. I'm happy to say that because we live so far under our means, we're not even scared. The business can still grow and, and flourish even if we went 60, 90 days without any income. We can still be able to progress and move forward because we live so far under our means. So I think it's very important that we understand that. The next thing, my bad. The next thing, the next tip that we have to understand is that we need six months of reserve. So when people are going out partying, having a good time, I think it's very important that we understand the importance of having reserve, having money saved, having income saved. And it's not, you know, it's cliche, they say, for a rainy day. Well, the biggest reason why you want to have, the biggest reason why you want to have a reserve, it's not just for a rainy day, it's for things that you know will happen. If I know I drive a rubber tire car and I'm driving 70 to 80 miles per hour on the road, what will happen will you will get a flat tire one day. That will happen. If I'm living, if I'm driving a used car or a car, it one day my engine will start tripping like, you know, like uh, my wife's Hyundai is doing. And, uh, I, you know, we, we're going to take it today and get fixed. No big deal. <laughs> no big deal. But you want to have reserve to be able to protect you for when moments like this, like Rona appear, lessons that we can learn from Rona. What, what today's topic is, what has Rona taught us about money? What has Rona taught us about money? The first thing Rona has taught us is that we need a side hustle. We need a side trade. Income that we don't have to depend on from a job, but we can actually we can actually use it to take care of ourselves. The next thing is we need to live under our means because living under our means means that we're living in what we need and all the excess is going to a reserve that's going to take care of us when we need it most. I think it's very, very, very important that we understand that. I think it's very important that we understand that. When we understand it, we make better financial decisions. The next thing I want us to pay attention to is that what goes up must come down. What goes around comes around. What goes up must come down. That was Alicia Keys, right? And so the market has been doing this. People have been borrowing money, leveraging money, living vida loca, living amazing. But what happens is what goes up must come down. What goes up must come down. 
And when it comes down, are you ready to capitalize on when it comes down? What I mean by that? I mean that we want to position ourselves so that when moments like this happen, we can actually expand our territory and not retract. What most of us are doing right now, we're retracting because we were expanding when we weren't supposed to. I'll help you out. Let me ask you a question. When is the best time to buy summer clothes? Put in, put, put in the comments. When is the best time to buy summer clothes? Somebody tell me. When is the best time to buy summer clothes? Can anybody tell me when is the best time to buy summer clothes? Absolutely, Darius. In the winter. Why? Because it's cheaper in the winter. And nobody's looking for summer right now. When is the best time to buy winter clothes? During the summer. Why? Because people are what? Trying to, people are trying to what? They're trying to stay cool. They ain't worried about hot clothes. So the best time to capitalize and be able to uh, get the best benefit or bang for your buck is during times when people aren't expecting it or looking for something else. Hey, Brother Jake, what do you mean? I help you out, cousins. Let me help you out, family. So during this time, because we were living life amazing because the market was amazing, we're actually supposed to be expanding our business expanding in the market at this point in time. Why? Because everything is discounted. So you save your money for the season when things are discounted. Because you know what goes up must come down. So you prepare for expansion during times of, of turmoil. That's exactly why we have what we call market makers. And these market makers allow for certain things like Rona to happen because they want the market to decrease. They want people to lose value in the market. So they begin to pull their money out. Then they begin to buy stocks and parts of company for pennies on a dollar in comparison to when it was hot girl summer hot. Matter of fact, there was the hot boy before there was a hot, hot girl. I need a hot boy. Hey, I want a hot boy. I want your knee, boy. I want a hot boy. So we got to understand that the best time we're supposed to be expanding is now. How many of you will be honest to say you wish you had $20,000, dollars $40,000 right now to expand into the market while everything is decreased? The opportunity to scale your business is so amazing right now because every, your competition, most of them are doing this, stopping. So the best way to expand is doing times like this. I'm just telling the truth. If you were in the real estate market, the best time to purchase houses will be right now because people are scared. So when we understand what goes up must come down, we have to begin to start thinking about the future when we're wasting our money on frivolous things. On frivolous things. 
Thank you, CR, for, uh, for being honest. We waste our money on dumb stuff. That you looking in your closet like, damn, if all this money was saved in a reserve somewhere, dang, I could be literally taking advantage of the market right now. I can be expanding my business because I know that my competitors don't want to work. If you own this sanitation company right now, your butt should be expanding more than ever. You should be moving. Matter of fact, if you're in DFW, I actually own a sanitation company. You want your house, apartment, or office to come be clean? Call us. <laughs> we own a sanitation company too. So we got to understand the value. We got to understand the value, family, of thinking about the future more than we think about today. What I'm going to talk about later on in the show is going to be crazy when I show y'all how far back if you study history that this is the same stuff. If you, if you study history, it's the same stuff. So let's recap. One, Rona's taught us. What has Rona's taught, Rona taught us about money? We need a side hustle. We need a trade. We need a skill. We need to learn something outside of the job. You don't have a funding problem. You have an income problem. You're not increasing the income you're bringing in, and you're not decreasing the income going out. It's a simple formula. Simple. Decrease what's going out, increase what's coming in. Which leads us to living below our means. Just take what you need, and that's it. You know how you know how confident somebody has to feel to know they got the money to stunt on somebody, but just don't stunt because it ain't even worth it. You know how many of my friends got BMWs, Bentleys, Rolls Royce right now, and they sweating right now. They sweating. When I tell you they they sweating right now. I got a call from one the other day saying, Jake, I should have listened to you. I said, man, should have, could have, would have, but you just got to figure out what you're going to do right now. He said, man, what you going to do? I said, what you mean? Well, what? What you mean what I'm going to do? Same thing I've been doing everything, Pinky. Trying to take over the world. <laughs> Living beyond our means. The third thing we understood. We got to have a six months of reserve. The reason you save money it's for a rainy day. Why? Because you know if it's always sunny outside, everything will burn up. So it's got to rain one day. The Bible says to look after us ant because the ant has no master nor has no leader, yet stores food for from the summer in harvest season for the winter. What does that mean? It's because the ant knows it ain't going to be able to get out and about when the winter comes. The ant knows it's not going to be able to get out in the bout when the winter comes. So it prepares. Be prepared. Six months of reserve. You should have six months of reserve. Listen, I don't care what day Ramsey say. Have six months of reserve before you start paying off debt. It is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Some of the stuff financial advisors say. Pay off debt before you build your reserve. That's crazy. 
would I, why, why would I take care of them before I take care of me? That's stupid. All they gonna do is just make my little credit score go through, 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 through. I, I had an F before in class. I'd be okay. I still graduated. Next thing we gotta understand that what goes up must come down. All things great come to a fall. So you you eat up on your way up, but you store up. You store up so that you can take advantage of the market. The fifth thing, we understand now that the government can do whatever they want. So the fact that they don't want to help poor people, the fact that they don't want to help disenfranchised African-Americans, the fact that they don't want to help our food system and our health system, but the Federal Reserve cut a quick check to dump into the market. Federal Reserve dropped rates real fast to get you to borrow. I'm going to talk about that in a second. Don't you go borrowing nothing and, 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 and paying for stuff that you can't afford. They sold found money for that stuff, but they can't find money for the stuff we need. So we understand that the government can do whatever they want, but yet they are choosing not to help you. Now you got to understand the power to do for self. Got to understand the power to do for self now. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five. We're on the sixth lesson. One ounce of preparation beats one pound of the cure. I got that from my brother, Brother Ben. He said that uh, a day or two ago, and I was like, oh, that's cold. One ounce. That's a once ounce. Lord, help me. Help me help them help you. One ounce of preparation beats one pound of the cure. To need the cure means you didn't prepare. Now, things happen. But in truth, but in truth, if you were to prepare, you wouldn't be tripping. You know what prepares you from being sick? Washing your damn hands. Brushing your teeth, bathing your backside. Shaking people's hands, then washing your damn hands. Huh? Brushing your teeth for When people coughing, get on them for not closing they uh using their hand to cover their cough and then give them sanitizer. See, if you prepare, you're ready. I learned that in basketball. My coach said the reason why y'all got your A beat isn't because y'all ain't talented, it's because y'all didn't prepare right. Because one ounce of preparation beats one pound of the cure any day. The reason you got them sugars is because you was eating them sugars and not working out. The reason you're obese 
and now you're looking for a cure to change your obesity, it's because you live this sedentary lifestyle. Y'all don't want me to talk today. The reason you live in check to check is because you were spreading your legs or, or, or opening your peter whacker and having sex when you weren't supposed to be. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Y'all don't want me to talk to y'all today. You don't want me to talk to y'all today. Y'all don't want me to tell you the truth. Because one ounce of preparation beats one pound of cure. That one time you decided not to use a condom, now you got a baby. One second of preparation could have kept you from dealing with 18, 20 years of headache from a baby mama, baby daddy, responsibility you know you weren't ready for. I'm talking to myself, y'all. Even though I had my child in marriage, I wasn't ready for no child. These are all things that we got to think about. That moment you dropped out of school without a plan or even went to school without a plan. So you was in college for six years. You're paying for it now. Literally. Got that credit card. You had a good cash card. But because you was tired of looking at it, you wanted to look like you're making money. Now you got a card note that's $500 a month. They come out your check like clockwork, and you always got to go to Cash Express or pawn something. One ounce of preparation beats one pound of the cure. Why not just prepare? What does it hurt to prepare for the worst and hope for the best versus preparing for the best? And not even looking for the worst. I wake up every day expecting something to happen, but believing that God won't let it happen. Oh, that's faith. I wake up expecting something to happen, but I believe that God won't let it happen. Uh-huh. That's what, that's what old Rona taught us. Rona's teaching us to be prepared. Yeah. The next thing Rona's taught us. Do not have 100% of your money in the market. Because it's foolish. Do not have 100% of your money in the market. I think that um, I don't have to expound on this. I hope not. Finding reserves where your money can grow and be safe without risking it to be in the market. Why? Because if 100% of your money, your retirement, everything that you got is in the market right now, you would be shook. You probably are shook. Probably are shook. 
probably are shook. People that just retired, shook. But you got to put yourself in an environment where you can learn some stuff because we know that the next thing is that financial education is no longer an option. Financial education is no longer an option. You no longer have the option to say I wasn't taught. When you have companies like ABS, the ABS Institute that's out here teaching. And the next thing that we got to pay attention to, y'all, we got to pay attention to the Pharaoh effect. What's happening right now with the Federal with the Federal Reserve? They're cutting their rates down. This is and they're and they're and they're cutting them down so that we can go what borrow more money to get us through this quote unquote hard time, which is going to cause inflation to go up. The cost of do- the dollar will go down. So this is another point that the government knows what's going on. They see what's going on. The reserve know what's going on. They see what's going on. Then they give you the solution. Then they give you the solution to the problem that they already saw coming or to the problem that they created. Oh, Siri turned on when I said the government. She can barely hear when I call her name, but she 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 did it when I did that. So what's the Pharaoh effect? The Pharaoh effect is this. The Pharaoh effect is this. Joseph told Pharaoh a plague was coming. So Pharaoh, during times of great harvest. raised taxes and told the economy amazing things were coming soon. He knew a a plague was coming. Then he charged 20% to everyone that had a harvest and kept their harvest because he knew that he would in turn, when the plague happened, sell them the very thing that they needed. It sounds like that's what's going on right now. Federal Reserve dropped their rates. America is saying that's a great deal. But I know what's going to happen. They're telling us it's amazing. But the American people are going to be the ones that have to pick up the tab. Taxes are going to go up. Inflation is going to rise dramatically. More people are going to borrow and use credit, owing the reserve and the banks more, enslaving ourselves even further, because that's exactly what Pharaoh did when people no longer had money to give them for harvest. They end up selling their livestock. Then they sold their land. Lastly, they end up selling themselves to Pharaoh just so that they can eat. So what's going on right now is the Pharaoh effect. 
What we got to understand right now is this. The last point, number 10. Is that we have to watch and understand that God's system is better than the world's. The world tells you to be a borrower. Borrow what you ain't got. Just use a credit. Use your, use your credit score. Then the Bible says that the rich will always rule over the poor and the borrower will always be slave to the lender. He said that we will be lending to many nations and borrowing from none. However, the world tells us that we're supposed to be borrowing from them. Whose system are you going to believe? The world tells you to live like today. Because there won't be a tomorrow. God tells you to be wise. To store your harvest. Not to hoard. But to have something for that harvest to do. What is it for? For times like this. We got to understand that God's system. Is the best system. So what has Rona taught us about money? Rona taught us that we needed a trade. She taught us that we need, we need to live under our means. She taught us to have a six-month reserve. It taught us that what goes up must come down. It taught us that the government can do whatever they want. It taught us that to prepare and the importance of preparation. Taught us not to have 100% of our money in risk financial vehicles. It taught us that financial education is no longer an option. It taught us to watch for the Pharaoh effect. And it taught us that God's system for your life is better than man's. Because those who listen have a keen ear for God talking to you. Inside of you, giving you guidance. Most of us during this time wouldn't fear. You'll be happy to prove that what God's been telling you this whole time has indeed been true. So I believe with the blood on my family's door that the plague will pass over because we're doing right by God. The question I have for you is will the plague pass over yours? If not, get right. Do right. So that you can have a testimony of how amazing God's system is in comparison to the world. Listen, I love you. This is the Jake Taylor Jacobs Show on the Brother Ben X podcast. And there's nothing you can do about it.